Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another Sunday edition of Sci-Fi Watcher. Glad you could join us for this Alien Shorts saga as we continue once again. I am Corey Charette, and joining me is my friend, Mr. Brian Lee. Brian, what's going on? Hey, Corey. Good to be here. All right. We got two this week. You shocked me by saying, are we doing both this week? And I'm like, I didn't even know there were two. I was surprised, too. They were they released them back to back. So let's get into them. The first one we're going to talk about is Harvest. That ran for nine minutes, 16 seconds. Came out April 26, 2019 by Benjamin Haudeschel. And this is uh, the let's get off the ship before everything blows up <laughs> adventure. It is, yeah. Um, this starts off with, uh, what, three char- four characters? Four characters uh, on the Comet Plasma Harvester, the November. Right. And it, it looks like they're trying to get off the ship before it blows up. Um, they've got a countdown going on. They've got some kind of code reader. Mm-hmm. I guess they're trying to get to the, the shuttle. Is that what it was? Yeah. Um, but yeah, of course, there's something in their way. <laughs> of course. Um, and we finally get a full-grown alien, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, w- there's actually a scene where they like rip it off from the movie Alien. It's even in the web- on their website with the guy staring at the alien right in the face. Yeah. I mean, so uh, no more of the little baby aliens to deal with. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess the last one had a full-grown alien, too. So, But it's about time we kind of get to the actual feel of the film. Right. Right. Yeah, it, it feels a lot like the Alien movie, mm-hmm. you know? It's got the, the feel. It also has the, the, the screens and the text, you know? Yeah, it really did a great job on this one. Yeah. Um, of course, we have some casualties. I don't know who any of these people are called. I don't care. <laughs> it's like, yeah, the I'm first- going to call them- People. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So the first guy dies when he walk, goes face to face with the alien. And then they try to get another well, another one gets grabbed and they pull him away. But they were going in circles for some reason. Yeah, that's what I didn't understand. They said we're going around in circles. And they, yeah, because they show this uh, left side and it was like a had a uh, medical symbol. I'm like, oh, yeah, we saw that already. Mm-hmm. So it made sense. Um, but one thing I didn't understand, and you can help me with this. The girl that takes the lead and she got the scanner, is she human? I I think she is. At first, I thought she wasn't, but then at the end, I felt like she was human. It was just a weird. No. Okay. This happens so fast from that point because they're like, they've got the scanner and they got to try and get to the shuttle. Time's ticking away. Right. Um, but they get in, well, First of all, the the husband of the girl or boyfriend or whatever gets his face burned from the alien acid. Mm-hmm. But they get inside the shuttle, and um, it says something that like there's foreign material in here, right. right? And then the blonde lady has a smirk on her face, like she knows about it and she's part of it, and she doesn't override to let them go, right? But as soon as the alien shows up and like pokes, uh, you know, kills her, you see uh, white milk coming out of her mouth. So I thought maybe she's an android. Yeah, maybe she was. That's what I was like wondering if she was an android and her job was to get uh, get these people on there and save the alien. Hmm. But the way she was acting. She was very emotional. And usually, you know, 
the Android has no motion. Right. I feel like I have to watch it again, but I don't know. I, I feel like she was an Android and her, and she was supposed to, uh, Make sure the alien survives. You know, I, it seemed like it because it was funny how the, they they said the foreign tissue detected. You see the face hugger on the other guy, then you see like a, one of the eggs or something in the ship, and a bunch of other things, and and all of a sudden you see launch override. Like, uh, okay, so you someone overrode this, obviously. So it must have been the blonde girl for some reason. Yeah, I'm I'm watching it again. White milk is spewing out of her mouth, so she is an android. Um, and then also you see like the egg. The egg sack is in there. It's mm-hmm. opening up. Um, and then, of course, you know, you also see like a readout that says two humans, two aliens or something like that. Something like that. Two, two surviving Q members, two unknown organic specimens. So. So, yeah. So that's what that one is. What do you think of this one compared to what we've seen in the past? It was fast paced. I like that. Agreed. It kind of, it, it went by really quickly. There wasn't a lull, you know, it was like, here's what happens if you just took one slice out of a alien movie. You know? Yeah. And it starts with the action. No, let's not build up to anything. Let's just start in the middle. We're running, we're running, we're running. And I love that. Yeah. It's a little more refreshing. Than the other ones, the other ones were like really slow and plotting except for the last one we saw. Yeah. So I think it's a ramp up. I think they're, you know, they, they release the, crappier ones first it felt like they released the the baby ones first and then get up to the full-blown aliens at the end yeah i think you're right it seemed like that you know we started with the face hugger and the little babies and then now we got the we got the adult <laughs> yeah i thought this was a good i thought this was a good one it was better than the first two. Oh, i agree i agreed i would skip those if i was going back to watch these again yeah, you don't miss anything for those. Oh, no. All right, let's go on to the next one called Alone, which is 9 minutes, 16 seconds, which also came out on the 26th of April, 2019, written and directed by Noah Miller. And this one is an android. And we know right from the get-go. This was a cool character study. It really was. On an android left on a ship. And, um, you know, it's a female android. So... That was a first. Every other android we saw in the movies was a male android. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, she's like spending time away, just surviving. Um, she's kind of like, uh, what's the word? Her circuits are degrading and stuff. Yeah. And uh, she, all she's trying to do is fix the ship. And of course, the ship is just falling apart. And she doesn't have access to the laboratory. That's the one place she doesn't have access to. Right. There's a lab that she... Uh, mother, which we know mother from the alien series, uh-huh. is like the ship's controls won't let her access it. Uh-huh. But um, of course, she's going to go access it just because. Which is obvious. We know that's going to happen. She uh, uses her blowtorch or whatever to get access into it. Right. Finds the alien in the, in the face hugger format, but the alien doesn't want anything to do with her because she's not organic yeah because it tries to attack her it wraps around her arm and it's like oh never mind yeah it detects the milky substance and just like okay i can't eat you but it keeps coming back because it's it's curious and it wants it wants to feed off of her right but i think it it becomes more of a pet at that point it really does yeah and she kind of treats it like a pet um Treats it like a pet, but also treats it like its mother mm-hmm. in a way. 
um, because she wants the she wants the alien to survive, which is kind of sick and sadistic, but she wants the alien to survive. And you know, she puts a what is it? She starts thrusting. Right. She start. She fixed the ship enough to have a a, a low thrust, mm-hmm. I guess. Right. Uh, finally, somebody uh, shows up. I had to guess try and save them, mm-hmm. and then the, the moment he shows up, the face hugger attacks. Um, and she lets him attack it. Yeah, you know, which I didn't expect that. Did you? I didn't either. I was expecting she wanted to escape. And then we got that twist where it's like, oh, she wants she wants to have this this face hugger become an alien. She wants, you know, she wants this she wants to help out this little companion of hers, this child of hers. Right. It's almost like Prometheus in a way. Not Prometheus. The it's like aliens, whatever the alien was after that. What was that? The one after Prometheus. Yeah, good, good, good luck guessing that. <laughs> <laughs> oh crap, that bothers me now. But the, whatever the last Alien movie, where uh, you know the the robot lets the aliens live and he wants them to survive and thrive. Alien Co- like it's, it's, Covenant. Alien, Alien Covenant. You watched that one, right? Yes. So it's kind of like that, where yeah, that's uh, my creation. I want them to. Uh, that's my baby. Right. To live exactly. Um, so it's kind of strange and dark that way. And of course, you know the alien um, does what it does, does the whole chest burst thing, and then I, I think that's it that's for the it. film, right? That's it. We see the shadow of the alien by her later on, and she looks at it. Yeah. So kind of a dark uh, character study. Yeah. What did you think of this one? Um, I like that it, it went in a different direction where it went the way of the uh, the android. Me too. Or the synthetic, what they call it. Yeah, it was – if these are the last ones we got, I'm so glad we finally got something different than the rest. Uh, mm-hmm. I like the fact that this isn't a let's try to escape from whatever is coming after us. You know, she She can't be hurt or killed, so it's – we don't have to worry about that. We don't have the threat of, you know, danger here. We just have – a girl and her dog basically is what it felt like. Yeah. It's her pet. Yep. Yeah, definitely. It was definitely worth watching. So check that one out at the website. We got links to them. We actually got them embedded on the website if you want to check them out. And that is it for this Sunday edition of the podcast. I want to thank Brian Lee for being here. Brian, where can we find you online? You can find me on Twitter or Instagram. Just look for Brian Says. And as always, sayproductions.com slash sci-fi watcher for all your sci-fi goodness. Email sci-fi watcher at sayproductions.com or drop us a voicemail 774-327-2948-774-32 Saint. That's it for this Sunday edition. Hope you had a great weekend and until next time, see you later. <laughs>